host of the Jolly Rogers and Touchdown podcast. It is what it is. At night, oh. we get a little delirious, Casey, as time oh, goes on. Oh, man. How, all right, so- I can appreciate the conversation. I can appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. We're just trying to help Trista out. That's all. You know, got to find somebody that you'll either be a really good. I want barbecue yeah, chicken. Barbecue chicken and bets. I mean, you know what? That's a good podcast name for you. smart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're going to be around me, be useful. Cook. Be <laughs> laundry. Do something. Don't be an issue. That's typically my response to anyone that uh, challenges themselves to date me. It's like, you're useful or you're out of my way. So. <laughs> we, all, we all need some uses. We all have to have some uses. Casey, where should we be on this Tampa Cowboys game? I mean, everybody seems like they're going they're going Tampa at this point. Everybody's looking at the Bucks. It went from plus three to two and a half. I, I took I took Tampa at plus three. Then I took the Dallas money line because I got scared because all the public was going towards Tampa. What are your what are, what is your feeling right now on this game? You know, I kind of am leaning towards Tampa covering the spread here. The problem, it, what what it contingents on upon for me is what this injury report looks like in the next few days. That's really going to be a big factor for them because heading into this matchup, seeing what they did week one, you can't compare the two teams. I get that. But a lot of things went down in week one where the Bucks still pulled off a win. They had three guys go down in Chris Godwin, Julio Jones, and Donovan Smith. Donovan Smith's been in and out all season. This offensive line has been so fragmented. But if they can create the pocket that they created for Tom Brady versus the Panthers two weeks ago, we're going to be looking at an interesting game here. If Mike Evans is healthy and they finally got their bromance going again, you're looking <laughs> at something that can be dangerous for Kirstie and Wilson. And then it's also the bigger factor for me. I'm putting a lot on Chris Godwin's shoulders when it comes to this game because he was freshly off of that big injury. They didn't want to overwork him. He came out early with the hamstring injury. They haven't really seen him back in the form that he was in last season, and he started to get there in the last three weeks. Mind you, last time Chris Godwin played against the Cowboys, he put up over 105 or receiving yards. So I think he could be such a weapon against this team. He's also perfect for those underneath passes and he picks up those yak yards. People say that they haven't seen him do the the yak greatness that he was doing years or years prior, seasons prior, but I think he was getting right on the cusp of it uh, recently. And then comes Rashad White, the running game. Leonard Fournette put up over 100 in week one, but they haven't seen what Rashad White can do. He's got much better vision than Leonard Fournette does. Leonard Fournette is just more of a powerhouse. He can crank through guys. He can really dial up his strength. But you haven't gone against Rashad White, who has vision, who has better footwork, and who's kind of come into his own in the last, since the Seahawks game in Munich, actually. Uh, Casey, you brought up Mike Evans and Tom Brady, their connection, or like lack thereof, the first, well, man, 14, 15 weeks of the season. But he went off against Carolina, 10 grabs, 207 yards, three touchdowns. Those are Madden-type numbers. Like, what went down? Because we know how close they are. Uh, Man, early on in the season, Mike Evans running from the sideline to to fight for Tom Brady's honor. But, like, what went on with their connection this year? Was it just health, or what was it? Because Godwin and Tom Brady didn't really skip a beat. No, and which is true. I honestly think it's the fact that there was so much off the field going on that it yeah. starts to play into your chemistry on the field. And as much as these guys try to protect one another, it still matters. So everyone's drama was Tom Brady's drama this season. Once things kind of got more finalized, things settled down a little bit. You saw the players try to come together a bit more. Defense took each other out to dinner to have a conversation off of the field so that they can talk about the mistakes that were being made without each other being defensive. Offense didn't take those strides, but I think that something took place between Tom Brady, Mike Evans, and his offense recently where people were starting to be like, okay, we need to be more accountable. You need to be more accountable because it's always Tom Brady's fading. He's getting cooked. He's Mm -hmm. doing bad passes, but there were mistakes on Mike Evans' end as well. And I think it was just 
a lack of accountability. And I think they finally got over that hump. It was just too much off the field crap. You can only go so long with that. I was looking at some of the props in this game. And one of the props that I've been playing for Tampa pretty much every single week has been Tom Brady attempts. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's been, it's just (laughs) gone up and up and up. And in this one, which kind of favors to me a little bit the over in this game, his passing attempts is 42 and a half. It's juiced to the under, minus 125. Do you have any, not just thoughts on this one, but other matchups that you think are worth looking at? You mentioned uh, Chris Godwin with underneath. I don't know if that would be receptions made or receiving yards. I see also Leonard Fournette's rushing yard number is only 36 and a half, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. What, What are your thoughts just on some props that you think we should target? Well, like you said, Chris Godwin, I definitely have him on the over of, I think it's 65 and a half right now. I feel like they're going to rely on him a lot more this game. Out of the last six weeks, I think he was the top receiver. Um, Not that they're going to go to him and become as predictable. This coaching staff can be questionable, but what he can do and what his skill set brings to the team. Also, I mentioned Rashad White. I have Rashad White for over 38 and a half rushing yards. I think Leonard can go over as well. Um, Like I said, Leonard Fournette's that workhorse, but they don't know what Rashad White can do yet. This team didn't trust him week one. They didn't want to put too much on his shoulders, but I think he could be much more damaged to this team than Leonard Fournette. Think of it this way, Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. It's a very similar situation in a way. Leonard Fournette is Elliott and Pollard is White. Pollard pulled through for the Cowboys in so many ways, and when he started to get banged up, it was kind of hard, but I think Rashad White's going to have a big game come Monday. And then I like Brady for over one and a half passing touchdowns. I know that their record this season isn't the most – enticing to make this kind of bet but having a healthy Mike Evans now that the bromance is a little bit back on track (laughs) seeing is that they've had conversations of finally getting their tight ends more involved they did that pathetic fluff thing to Kyle Rudolph just so that he got his 50th career touchdown but they need to use their tight ends more especially in the middle of the field but especially in this red zone Kate Otten has proven to be a very smart and well-rounded rookie as a tight end so I wouldn't be surprised to see him get in the end zone as well as Mike Evans or Russell Gage as long as he's healthy Casey got about two minutes here real quick uh, Tom Brady, we know the resume, we know the success, we know that he's never lost to the Dallas Cowboys before. How much of the confidence mm-hmm. in Tampa do you think just has to do with the fact that, and this is Tom Brady out there, given the fact like we talked about, right? The record's not very good. Tampa was not a very good team until very late this season. Right. Well, a lot of confidence comes into it because some of the games that they happened to pull off was because I I get so much crap for this, but two minute Tom, I know it could be like a terrible nickname for him, but what he does in two (laughs) minutes for his team is tremendous. Um, Take that how you will. But I think a lot of confidence comes in the fact that Tom Brady is that guy and he rallies and he puts on the tunnel vision. It's like nothing else matters in that game and you can't count him out at all. So between that and some of the other veterans on this team that know what it's like to pull through in those last minutes, I mean, his record against the Cowboys, his ability to rally under two minutes, I think a lot of people are confident here in Tampa Bay and what they'll do if health is on their side. She's Casey Hudson, host of the Jolly Rogers and Touchdowns podcast. Covers, of course, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as well, which I hope cover the three this weekend or technically Monday. That's all I really care about in that game. Thank you, Casey. Good having you on. Thanks, Casey. Thank you, guys.